The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Today is Monday, January 25th, 2021. On this day in 1993, a Pakistani national opened fire on cars waiting to turn into CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. After years of seeing American imperialism damage Muslim lives across Asia, from Iraq to Afghanistan and Pakistan, the man decided to take matters into his own hands. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of this crime, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of homicide that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today, we're covering the shooting of five CIA employees on their way to work by Mir Amal Kansi. The result was the death of two people, and a four-year international manhunt. Let's go back to the morning of January 25, 1993, as a line of cars waited to turn into CIA headquarters for work. Route 123 was one of the busiest highways in Virginia, especially during morning rush hour. Roughly five miles outside of Washington, D.C., the road became one of the go-to ways for government employees to make their way to the Capitol. The Central Intelligence Agency's headquarters were along that route. And about 10 minutes before 8 a.m., a line of cars waited to turn from Route 123 into the massive Foreign Intelligence Building. Among those waiting to start their workday were Dr. Lansing Bennett and Frank and Judy Darling. Dr. Bennett had been with the CIA for 13 years as a medical officer, spending various tours abroad in Asia, Europe, and South America. For the past two years, he'd been working on medical assessments for high-profile international leaders. In a car next to Dr. Bennett sat 28-year-old field engineer Frank Darling. Only five years into his CIA career, Darling had a reputation as a problem solver. And yet, Darling had noticed a bit of a lull in his work the last few weeks. Realizing he was a rising star in the CIA, he knew furthering his education was key to his growing success. So he decided to take advantage of the downtime and go back to school for electronics engineering. Sitting next to Frank was his bride of three months and fellow CIA employee, Judy. And together, the newlyweds were excited about their future. Dr. Bennett and the Darlings were just two of the cars waiting for the arrow to turn green. The sound of the turn signal in their cars ticked away like the hands of a clock, drowning out morning talk radio blasting from their speakers. Suddenly, bullets began crashing into the cars, shattering the windows and embedding into the metal sides. 
Judy Darling turned around and saw a gunman with an AK-47 walking along the line of cars, wildly firing. Before she had time to register what was happening, she watched as a bullet struck Frank in the back. Frank was still conscious. He yelled at Judy to hide under the glove compartment. Judy did as instructed and waited as the gunshots continued for a few more seconds. And then, silence. After a few moments, Judy turned and saw her husband slumped over in his seat, motionless and covered in blood. Frank had saved her life in exchange for his own. But Frank wasn't the only one killed in those chaotic seconds. Dr. Lansing Bennett was also fatally struck, and as the smoke cleared, three others sat in their cars with injuries. As paramedics and police raced to help the injured, the gunman, a Pakistani national named Mir Amal Khansi, sat in the nearby woods in disbelief. He was confused that no one had tried to stop him. After two and a half hours of laying low, Kansi realized if he waited any longer, the authorities might find him. It was time to leave America and disappear. Coming up, the manhunt for Mir Amal Kansi. Listeners, this month marks 60 years since John F. Kennedy became the 35th President of the United States, ushering his already prominent family into the highest enclaves of political power. But behind their storied successes lie secrets and scandals so severe, if it were any other lineage, they would have been left in ruin. This January, to commemorate this iconic milestone, dig into the dramas of a real-life American dynasty in the Spotify original from ParCast, The Kennedys. This exclusive series from Spotify features your favorite ParCast hosts, including me, covering every angle of The Kennedys from shows like Conspiracy Theories, Unsolved Murders, Crime Countdown, and others assassinations and conspiracies, corruption and cover-ups, international affairs, and extramarital ones, too. Examine all of the Kennedy family's most controversial moments, all in one place. You can binge all 12 episodes of this limited series starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Follow The Kennedys free and exclusively on Spotify. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now back to the story. On January 25, 1993, Mir Amal Kansi opened fire on a line of cars waiting to turn into the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. In a matter of seconds, Kansi killed two men and injured three others. In the immediate aftermath, the investigation headed up by the FBI believed they were looking for a 20-something white male. They had no idea the perpetrator was an approximately 30-year-old Pakistani national. 
When the wrong description hit the airwaves, Consi took the opportunity to slip out of the United States and disappear. Considering that the attack was one of the worst acts of terrorism on U.S. soil to that point, the full might of the FBI descended onto Langley. But all they really had was the wrong physical description of the suspect and the make of the weapon. So they decided to start with the rifle the shooter used, an AK-47. The FBI searched for recent AK-47 purchases and discovered that a Chinese-manufactured AK was acquired three days before the attack. The name on the receipt was Mir Emil Consi, a courier living 13 miles from Langley. This new lead quickly got a boost when Consi's roommate filed a missing persons report for him three days after the attack. On February 8, 1993, FBI investigators searched Consi's apartment and interrogated his roommate. During the search, they discovered the AK-47 used in the attack and several rounds of ammunition. Meanwhile, the roommate revealed to investigators that Consi had increasingly become angered by Muslims' treatment in Bosnia and Pakistan by American forces. Consi wanted to make a statement, and he felt there was no better place to make that statement than at the CIA's headquarters. After a ballistics test confirmed the AK-47 was the same one used in the attack, the FBI put Mir Emil Consi on their top 10 most wanted list with a $3.5 million bounty. For four years, the FBI, CIA, and other international intelligence agencies scoured the globe looking for Consi. In that time, they finally got a picture of a man who never seemed like a potential terrorist. Consi came from a wealthy and influential Pakistani family. His father was a leader in his hometown of Quetta. Determined to be his own man, Consi immigrated to the United States in 1991 as a political refugee. But within a year, Consi became radicalized. With his TV constantly tuned to the news, he grew to despise and despair American involvement in Muslim countries. He felt like the only way to make a name for himself was through an act of terror. Following the January 25th attack, Consi fled to Pakistan. The FBI came to believe that Consi's family's influence gave him plenty of places to hide. But in the spring of 1997, the FBI and the CIA got their big break. Men who knew and worked with Consi couldn't pass up the hefty reward. They contacted the U.S. and offered to bring them Consi. For the next few months, the CIA, FBI, and State Department coordinated with the Pakistani government's intelligence arm. Together, they formed a plan to lure Kansi out of hiding. On June 15, 1997, Kansi was at a hotel in the town of D.G. Khan on the pretense of making a business deal involving smuggled goods. But when Consi answered the door for the meeting, he didn't find potential business partners. He found the FBI and CIA. Within a half hour, he was in handcuffs. On the plane ride back to the United States, 
Kansi admitted his motive was to make a statement against the U.S.'s involvement in Muslim countries. He hated the CIA's involvement in other countries' governments and needed to take justice into his own hands. On February 4, 1998, Mir Emil Kansi was sentenced to death for his crimes. Nearly five years later, in November 2002, he was executed by lethal injection. Meanwhile, a memorial was raised to honor the lives of Dr. Lansing Bennett and Frank Darling. It's located on Route 123, just outside the CIA entrance. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Fact. Fiction, fame. Discover the real story behind one of history's most formidable families in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. Remember, you can binge all 12 episodes starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.